Your day has just begun. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hashtag Utah Jazz. 106.99. Three minutes to play. Jazz by seven. Bogdanovich flares to the corner. Catch and shoot three. Good. And flexing going back the other way. Jazz back up by 10. Their 13th three of the night. Bogey's got 19. Dragic step back. No rebound. Gobert. That will do it. Pizza. Rudy now with. Jazz will go to break, having won four in a row. Ingles lobs. Rudy dunk. Oh, they popped the roof off the house to close the game tonight. Jazz by 15, 10-2 run. Jazz win at 116-101. The first half was a struggle, PK, but they never really got in much of a hole. So when they got it together, they're only down four or five, and away they went. Solid win. No other way to say it. Miami's a good ball club. You know, the end of a trip, as you said, you've been talking about that for a couple of days, and it's hard to, to be out west uh, this long and all that stuff. And you know, the Jazz pulled away at the end, which was plenty good enough. Uh, they played well enough. I, I, I like these types of games better, though, I, I, because this, to me, it represents more of the postseason. You know, if you should blow out a team by 25 in the postseason, well, good on you, but that doesn't seem to happen very often. So have these types of games where a struggle might be too strong of a word, but you got to battle the whole way. It's just not, uh, I'm going to go German here. It's not fait accompli. And so with that in mind, you got to make plays, right? And then they, they won comfortably because they made enough plays, and I think Miami ran out of gas. But it's more playoff-like. Not completely for February, but it's more playoff-like of the type of situations that you're going to see when you get to the postseason. They feel pretty good about it after the game. I think even if you're one of the people who are like, ah, they should have jumped on him earlier. You know, Quinn Snyder, before the game, got asked about, uh, you don't see the zones that often. You're seeing a zone tonight. And he's like, well, it's not just – he says, we see more zones than you think we do. People disguise them. And he said, and it's Miami's zone with Miami's talent and Miami's athleticism and length. And he said, you know, when you haven't seen that in a while, sometimes it takes a while. In the back of my mind, I was wondering, I wonder if he thinks, you know, kind of figure it out in the first half, drop the hammer in the second. And that's really how it looked. Yeah. You know, there were, there were turnovers. Maybe there were Heat players popping up in unexpected places. And the Jazz were a little surprised. They really cleaned up the turnovers in the second half. They were an issue in the first half. But the second half, they, they barely had any at all. Yeah. And uh, what's the, the Robinson kid was hot. Yeah, I mean, he was making threes left and right, so uh, literally. And, uh, <laughs> Six of 13. Yeah, and it seemed like, uh, I, I don't know, I don't remember it, but uh, those six or five of them came early. Yeah. Seemed. So that's yeah, off to him. He's a, a kid who started at a D3 school, worked his way up to Michigan, and is now in the NBA, so it's a successful story there. We like to see those types of things. So, you know, the, the Miami's got players. I mean, Jimmy Butler's a great player, there's no doubt about it. Another one who was underdrafted, he ended the first round. And, uh, you know, I like those stories because then everybody, it makes it more fair. If you do your work and you find these guys, these gems, and rather than just, okay, I get the first two or three, four picks and away I go for the next decade. So Butler's one of those stories. And obviously the Jazz have two of them. 
and uh, so and they 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 righted the ship now in my mind. I mean, that's the most important thing. This is exactly what I wanted to go in the break with momentum. Well, the whole thing was uh, Jerry Sloan. What he made of? What he got? How are you going to go from here? Yeah, I know what I'm. Where made they of, went, guys? And <laughs> where they went was four straight wins. Yeah, I mean, I'll tell you what I'm made of. My DNA. Yeah, battle, battle, battle. I mean, <laughs> growing up. I lived on a little bit of a hill. They called me Battle Mountain. It's a town in the middle of Nevada, but okay, we'll go with that. Well, it's just, uh, Portland, there's, you know, it's also a town in New Hampshire. Maine, but we get your point. Right, well, they got one in New Hampshire, too. The one in Portland, the one in Maine always gets the run, but they got one. There's Ocean City in Maryland. There's Ocean City in New Jersey. People need to get more inventive with their names. There's Oshkosh in Wisconsin. There's Oshkosh in Alabama. Look it up. Oshkosh, Alabama? Look it up. I will. OKA? That's what they call it. What are you, what are you giggling about, Yogg? I'm just thinking of different city names in different states. We had the whole Kansas City debacle with number 45. Yeah. Well, how's he supposed to know? He owned the, new, the USFL team from New York, and they played in Jersey. So he made a mistake. We're going to crucify him? Well, Come was, on. I was just saying, it's it's, it's always funny. He's your this. president too, Yock. I'm sick and tired of you saying he's not your <laughs> president. PK will come up for air in a moment. The Jazz will not play again for more than a week. Week from tomorrow. Enjoy the All-Star break, people. DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. Lob Perfectly thrown by Rajan. That was so close to offensive interference. Right? Curry all the way. Throw it up. Get this. And now Caruso. Long lead for LeBron. LeBron! LeBron wanders in. AD on its way. Yes, sir! Anthony Davis again from long range. The Lakers in overtime beat the Nuggets in a battle of the top two teams in the West. The Joker... LeBron, both with triple doubles. LeBron's stats a little bigger, and the Lakers get out of Denver with a win. Great win. And that's what I was talking about. I know it's regular season, not playoffs, but I think when you look at can you beat the Lakers or Clippers in the playoff, you're the Nuggets, you're at home, you have your big players come up with big games, and they got the biggest star, and he does just a little more, and they beat you in overtime. Yeah, don't discount Anthony Davis. I, Davis had a good you know, game. As I'm really watching this through. game, and I can only speak to the West because I don't really follow the East as much. You know, I sat down and to watch Andre Ducumbo with Milwaukee. He ain't playing. So he ticked me off, you know. And I don't get to see these guys that much uh, because we know we got a lockdown on the West. And I'm thinking, I still think the Lakers are vulnerable in that they really are so top-heavy. I mean, they, those two guys are just great players. You can argue they're the two best, five, two of the best five in the game, and I've got no problem with that. And LeBron continues to defy time to absolutely my amazement, man. I just can't think higher than, than I already do of him as a ball player. So if those two play like they did and they get some contributions, now Dwight Howard had a nice double-double, and uh, Caruso came off the bench, gave him a little bit. I'm amazed that Kuzma has just turned into an almost a non-factor. I mean, that's a stunner to me. He Big, barely played yeah, it. 16 like 14, minutes. 16, yeah. 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 Right. I mean, it looked like he was a player on the come. 
and for whatever reason, it's just not working out, and he's doing minimal stuff here. I don't know what's going on. But if they can get solid contributions from two or three other guys and those two stars play like that, they're going to the final. But I don't know that they can play like that because they'd have to play like that 12 times to get to the final. So I do think there's hope for the other teams. It's not a well, warrior I'll you, situation. I'll give you hope, but you. it's it's I'll a take it. it's a low percentage. Yeah, but that's pretty much the story of your life when it comes to me. Really, nothing's changed there. You Ma- give me hope, but not much. Mavericks beat the Kings. Luka Doncic is back. He back. Thirty-three points, twelve rebounds, eight assists. Porzingis says we got it going on now. What a player! Twenty years old. It's absolutely awesome. Comes back after being out and just puts that. It's the Kings, I get it, but still. And Porzingis had a good game alongside him. He didn't yeah. He didn't vaporize and disappear. And there have been some games where you he You never has. want to vaporize. Well, sometimes maybe you do, depending on the situation. 27 points and 13 rebounds for uh, Porzingis. So the two of them went off and they, they lit up Sacramento. Sacramento's owner says he's tired of the losing. Well, buddy. <laughs> So is Buddy, for that matter. Maybe you should have drafted Doncic. He was sitting right there for you. That would have been a positive. <laughs> I would have. I might have ended the losing. He, he would be installed as your uh, automatically your team's best player. Interestingly, the two teams that didn't draft him both suck. Huh? Explain it to me. They screwed up. Damian Lillard groin injury, not going to play in the All Star game. Blazers lose to the Grizzlies, one eleven, one oh four. They're going to make the playoffs? Portland, we, I would say no. Yeah. I, I really like what Memphis is doing. And New Orleans, you know, now that they've got uh, Big Z, uh, that's a decent lineup. they got a lot of work to do, though. they got I understand. Kind, of, kind of behind the eight ball here. They're five games behind Memphis. Right. So they probably won't make it, but I, if I'm uh, the ownership there, I don't clean house. I don't think that's necessary. I don't think you need a new coach. I mean, you got as we had John Crotty yesterday. Stability, man. Find some consistency. Quit changing coaches all the time. There's no reason to let Gentry go. I, I, I don't see it at all. It seems like they've got something going there, and they can build it. Grizzlies are over 500 now. Yeah, they for really sure. Really had a good run here. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. They go into the break 28 and 26. They got to be ecstatic. They're still four games out of seven, so they're. Yeah, but for what they're doing this year with it's their a young big guys, step that's a massive big step. step. Forward. Right. Because to make the eighth spot, you've got to be a decent player. I mean, decent team. Because there's other decent teams around you fighting for the same thing. As I just mentioned, the Pelicans, the Spurs, you don't throw them out. I mean, they're not what they were, but they're not garbage. The Raptors, the 15 game win streak, it's over. Brooklyn gets the win. Yeah, see, you know, when I saw that, I thought that's why I didn't discount those Jazz wins. Because Brooklyn, you know, they're okay. But, you know, they got them. They got players. They got decent players. And they get them on one night. In Brooklyn. Brooklyn sitting seventh in the East. They're three games under 500, but a nice win for them. Uh, it's the All-Star break for almost everybody, but we do have national TV games tonight. The beast must be fed, PK. You're hungry? TNT's got a doubleheader. 
Thunder and Pelicans. <laughs> Six o'clock. And then the Clippers and the Celtics. Oh, the Clippers and Celtics are the only TNT game. Yeah, there's They're only not one. doing it. As How's that say there's no, no, correct yourself. Six o'clock for the Clippers and Celtics. Both those games are at six. I guess we won't see the Thunder and Pelicans. Dang it. Yeah, you got the Clippers. If you got Celtics. League Pass, you can watch it. Yeah. I don't have no League Pass. Can't afford it. Well, we got some college basketball to watch tonight anyway. DJ and PK. Hashtag college basketball. The Utes are on the road. That has been a problem. The young team away from home, not nearly as good yeah, as they've been at. We're approaching the middle of February, though, so screw the young stuff. <laughs> Come on. These kids have gotten big minutes. I mean, Jones is playing like 45 minutes a game, practically. So, and it's Cal. It's not one of the upper echelon. It's Oregon State. Yeah, but then when they play Cal... I was thinking of Arizona plays Cal. I was thinking of Arizona Young. Arizona plays Cal tonight. And I was just reading it this morning about how they need to get off the schneid. That's why I had that in my mind. They uh, do need to get off the schneid. That yeah. is true. Well, and the, the road issues have been a problem all over the league. I mean, the, the whole league, these, there's a bunch of teams with excellent home well, And they were talking about youth with Arizona. And I, yeah. I was just reading it. And they're a nine-point favorite against Cal. And it was like the idea of you can't beat these guys. So Cal, you, Sean Miller, you're just awful. So Cal's in tenth place in the Pac-12. Correct. And they're ten and three at home. Uh, there are just great home records. Really, almost everybody yeah, except USC I, I, is having a problem winning on the road. How much of that is you know, Cal Baptist and the like? You know what I mean? Okay. Well, nobody has great road records, so I mean. Arizona Because everybody's together. That's what yeah, I've been saying right. for weeks. Yeah. They're all stuck together. That's why there's like eight teams within two games of first place. <laughs> right. The uh, Utes are three games out of first place, but only two out of second. Right. For as perceived bad as they've been on the road, that's not bad. But they got to find a way at least get a split on these, this Oregon thing. At least. Come on. Oregon State tonight. They won't be at Oregon until uh, Sunday. Sunday night, yeah. yeah. But they got Oregon State tonight. That game's 7 o'clock on the Pac-12 Network. BYU is in L.A. to play Loyola Marymount. ESPNU at 9 o'clock. And L.A. doesn't know about it. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> There's a game? <laughs> Tonight's attendance, 1,200. Probably, yeah. Probably. And, and that includes one. the 400 BYU fans that will be there. I was going to say this. I think more than four. Oh yeah. Okay. I think uh, yeah. I think the yeah, because they're winning. They're a winning team. They're in LA. And this is more in the heart. I mean, it's right by the airport, Westchester, Correct. just basically across yeah. the street. So it's more. They have way more to draw from as opposed to Portland or Stockton or some of these other places. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Stockton's a little off the beaten path. Yeah. I mean, it's not that far from the Bay Area, but realistically, you're not driving on a out weeknight. There. No. You're not driving out there on a weeknight for Whereas a here, basketball game. Although 8 o'clock is, is a little late. College basketball goes fast, though. Uh, so, and the good thing is 8 o'clock, you can remove yourself from some traffic. There's always traffic. But, uh, yeah, my guess is they would have probably close to 800 BYU fans there because they're, they're winning. And if I was a BYU fan and, and I lived down there, I'd go support them because you know you can get a great ticket right up front. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's a 4,000 seat gym. Even if you're in the last row, you're not that far away. Even even more so, yes. I covered many games there over the years. Loyola Marymount is 2-8 and eight in conference play. They are terrible. 
eight and sixteen on the year. And then they're going to San Diego on the weekend, and they're two and nine and nine and seventeen. So yeah, this is so what you're going to San Diego on the weekend. Okay, that's great news. That is awesome. But get <laughs> get the win. Don't mess these up. These teams no, aren't even can't. mediocre. You can't. These teams are the bottom. Along with Portland, these three have broken away as the bottom of the league, and and largely all they get their wins is by beating each other. So that's that's all they're doing. DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. Michigan State introduces their new football coach, Mel Tucker. Six years, $5.5 million a season. According to reports, Tucker was not allowed to address the Colorado football players before departing for East Lansing. Everybody is, what's the word I'm looking for, PK? <laughs> In Boulder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And, you know, I see a lot of uh, Mick Murphy, a guy who I respect greatly, uh, saw him out on Twitter saying, well, you know, what do you expect? Uh, is two years good? Is three years good? Is when five is the years right good? Time, okay, yeah. I get that, Brett. I don't have any problem with that. But don't spend the last three days telling us you're going to stay. That's what makes it so bad. And we had on the the, the guy from uh, Boulder yesterday. He literally yesterday, did, said he did three, three radio three stations, three stations. Where they hardly ever talk about it. And it was a booster Bron- event that yeah. night. Too. Broncos, 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 Nuggets, Broncos, Broncos, Rockies, Broncos, Broncos. What? See yeah. you. And so he goes out there. Did he really go out there and just me. lie his butt off, knowing full well his agent? Was talking to Michigan no, State. I got to believe he didn't. He told. He said no. He thought it was the Cincinnati coach, and then he got home and the phone rang, and they said, "What do you feel about six That's, years? Yes, five point five million." Uh, okay, I have. I believe that. I. I don't think Mel Tucker is an inherently evil person by any stretch. I don't think that at so all. So circumstances conspired to make him look awful. The press conference. He said that he said, expressed that he was out of the running. He thought it was going to be fickle, right. and then Monday morning it came back around to him. But still. Yes, it's still not a good look. You just you can't sell it that strong, and maybe he'll learn. And one year is a bit. I get the whole is two or three or five, and I would say, well, how quickly will they fire you? And I think in college basketball, you're going to get at least, or college football, football. in the Pac-12. I can't remember one year. You're going to get do three it in years. The pros. I think in, in college football, in the right. Pac-12, you get three years. Who's gotten fired in two? Gary Anderson Taggart. left in two and a half. Tiger got canned after two years. He's staying well in Pac-12, Arkansas. though. On oh, Pac-12? Yeah, yeah, in the Pac-12. Yeah. It is yeah. more cutthroat at other schools. Yeah. It, uh, absolutely. It's not traditional you've done after one season. But, you know, I was listening to Ray Anderson, athletic director at ASU, and they were asking him about it, and he was saying, this is not, this is not our conference. We're a comprehensive sports. We sponsor 26, 23, 25 sports. Mm-hmm. You look at Ohio State, it's you know, 18, 19, these SEC schools. They pour all their money in there, yep. and we're not going to be paying our coaches $5.6 million. So if that's what it takes, we're not going to do that. That's not our conference. It's not what we're about. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. Tampa Bay Buccaneers quarterback Jameis Winston underwent LASIK surgery to correct his nearsightedness recently. Don't know if he's going to be back with the Bucs. He threw 30 touchdowns, which is great. I mean, that really is a big number. He threw 30 interceptions, and that is also a monster number. You had the LASIK surgery once upon a time. Davis Vision. 
Go see Dr. Davis. How much would that change your ability Listen to play Listen to Scotty quarterback? do those commercials. <laughs> uh, How much would that change your ability to play quarterback? Is that a big thing? Are we making excuses and over... I, mean, I don't know, man. It seems weak if that's what you're basing it on, but what do I know? Antonio Brown's apology tour continues on Instagram. Somebody wants back in the league. Yep. I never realized how good I had it. I got caught up in my emotion with everyone coming after me. I really apologize for my actions. Sincerely, man. It's never been another connection like what we've done in the past decade. I appreciate you. It was directed at Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, sincerely, A.B. Well, as long as it is sincerely, I think every man, every woman should be allowed to apologize. Yes. But do the Steelers want to gamble millions of dollars on him? Two different stories. Right. I know. But that's really what football fans care about. My guess is they've moved on. What is Trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener. Shamrock Plumbing, 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Andy Bailey covers the NBA and the Utah Jazz for Bleacher Report and Forbes.com. We will talk to him coming up at 8.30 this morning. Got a couple stories to get to in the meantime. Including your assessment of the Jazz at the All-Star break. Oh, yeah, we got something here. Quinn Snyder with the most astute comment ever. We're going to play that. All right, DJ and PK, stay with us.